Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode here on GEMS Podcast. With me is my special guest, Neosha Nafe Jamali, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her and some of the incredible work that she is doing on the forefront as well as behind the scenes. When Neosha came to the United States from Iran as a teenager, she brought her love and talent for dance and innate curiosity to her new home. After completing college, she founded the Neosha Dance Academy, an elite, prolific Iranian dance school, which she still runs to this day. In 2002, her life's work for sharing the beauty of Persian culture through dance across came to a halt when she was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. She was 31 years old and doctors told her she had less than a 40% chance of survival. 20 years later, Neosha is a prolific fundraiser for the American Cancer Society, a mentor to fellow survivors and the founder of the Neosha International Conservatory of Arts Foundation, Nika. Neosha lives, so as you can imagine, that was an incredible journey. Neosha lives in the Bay Area with her husband and children among the community she loves. And today we're going to spend time talking about unity and combining the art of love in order to reach that unity as a whole. So without further ado, please welcome Neosha to GEMS Podcast. Welcome, Neosha. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's my pleasure to be here and we chat for a few minutes. <laughs> so before we dive into your subject that you're very passionate about and the impact that you're making, we're definitely going to have an icebreaker um, right now. So the audience gets to know a little bit more about you. So I want you to share something crazy or fun and interesting that is cool about yourself something crazy or interesting something crazy is that i just love to try anything new so i just i don't stop myself i don't limit myself so i think that's by itself it's a little crazy to do new stuff and try new things yeah, especially if it's new activities that are adrenaline pack activities, I would say. But I want to thank you for sharing that, Neosha. Now let's jump into your passion for art and dance and just interweaving that with, you know, just creating that unity. So what made you fall in love with the art of dance and how does it speak to who Neosha is? Very good question. I um, Dancing came into my life just like 
most people, I believe when we are young at age five, six, our parents take us to dance class or to karate class, volleyball, any type of sports or after school activity. So mine started like that. So I just went to a dance class, but then I just love that time that's just outside of the world and just focus and do things. So that was just as a young child. Then I get into gymnastics, sports, during school, I realized I love teaching. So just explaining and teach to my friends, not teach, just explain things. The same subject we read, if they don't understand, I would be usually the one be able to say it in different way or bring the, give them examples. So they learn faster, they get it. It was something that people would just come up to me, oh, can you tell us how this works or how, what does that mean? So that love of teaching, I think that's the main thing that I just developed from an early age. And then with dancing, since I took classes, I dance at events and with my friends as teenagers and everybody, oh, can you, can you show us this? Can you show us that? So I don't know exactly what led to it, but very early on from age 16, I started just teaching dance and people come to me and that was my way of uh, both fun work i started just like as a summer job teach dance and then i was teaching tutoring first with school subject and i realized i really like dance more i get active i'm in my zone and i'm teaching so best of both world and up to today i mean 40 years later i'm still here and actually it's been like 35 years that i'm teaching but uh, yeah, I love it. And every day it's like a first time that I'm teaching these moves after 35 years. Just imagine how lucky I am to do what I love to do. Wow, that's incredible because there are so many people who have something that they're passionate about, but they're not truly tapping into their passion because they may be having those limiting beliefs or they don't want to go against the grain of salt, or people may think that they're crazy to leave something stable, such as their nine to five job, which in my opinion is not stable um, because that job can let you go um, if something does not go right, or if the economy, you know, takes another pitfall. And then I feel, I really feel like just hearing your, the passion in your voice as you talk about the love for dance and the love for teaching and just really using that to transition and transform the lives of other people is incredible. But one thing I want to know um, if we dive a little bit deeper is when you were diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, how did that affect your ability to teach dance and just really submerge yourself in that area? Or did it seem like it never missed a beat? Oh, it's um, on a surface, I had to stop for almost a year. When I got diagnosed with cancer, it's, uh, I said, oh, I'm gonna continue. It's, I mean, I'm just gonna live my life. But 20 years ago, it was less, uh, 30 years ago, did I say? No, 20 years ago, when I was 30 years old. 20 years ago, the treatment was pretty aggressive. So when I started my chemo and radiation and all that, I did not have any energy to dance and teach. So for a whole year, I stopped the classes. But it was interesting that the 
imagination of dancing on stage again and one a couple of my best choreography happened when I was under chemotherapy so I'm listening to the music for from like 8 a.m until 5 p.m I'm getting my um, chemo and I'm listening to these music with beautiful lyrics and what the conversation between me and my creator was was just Will I be able to go on stage one more time? I have an amazing idea for this dance. I'm going to teach my group. We're going to work on this dance if I'm on stage one more time. So I think just a fact, I personally believe that the hope for continuing and the fact that I never um, got it, that it's going to be maybe it's the end. I just kept planning for the future and it just one after another unfolded and I'm here 20 years later. So the love of teaching, the love of dancing, the love of living made me uh, just go through that as a stage of life. It was hard, but it's all lesson, all experience. It's the school of life. It's way, way more interesting than just, I mean, I got my um, um, bachelor in psychology and in computer science. The amount of learning I learned through life was way more than in those uh, four or five years at school, but they're all complement each other, of course. Mm, Yeah. And I like the fact that you had something that you were looking forward to and you didn't just talk about the present, but you look forward to the future. Yes, it was happening to you, but it was also happening for you, for you to continue to propel yourself and not give up. And just having that love, that drive, that tenacity, the determination is what helped you as part of your healing process, in my opinion. But it also helped refine you because even though something as gruesome as cancer happened, it did not stop you to the point where it caused you to remain stagnant or cripple yourself. Definitely. So when you think about some of the other challenges that you have faced in your life, talk about another challenge that you face and how has it helped you develop personally and professionally to really bridge the gap to help unify who you are, but help others realize who they are as well. I think the first thing that came to my mind is immigration. First thing that you said, when you said the challenge, I was as a, after I got my diploma back home in Iran, it's just immigrating to a new country, the new language, new culture as a young woman who I was into art also back home, like listening to Persian music, writing Persian calligraphy, everything in a different language, and then coming to a totally different country. It was it was pretty challenging. And a few months uh, in college, I just kept crying every day. I would come home because I couldn't understand exactly what the teachers are saying and the way people were looking. And again, 20 years ago, things as we, every year we become better than understanding different cultures, different accents. I mean, we're becoming closer. I mean, both ways. I mean, some some areas we really need to be more loving toward one another, but in some areas it's getting much better. Pretty much everybody knows people come from different backgrounds, different accents, different culture. 
from back then, I always loved to do something that we see beyond our physical appearance and uh, what we do, but go dive deep into who we are, who we can be. Being was much more important than doing and doing in a different way. And everything that I did, all the readings, all the seminars, or um, using best of both cultures, let me into seeing we're all the same. At the end of it, we're all the same. Just not looking at the dress and clothes we're wearing, the type of hair, the skin color of the skin. Deep down, it's the same thing. And everybody loves happy moment. Everybody loves cheerful things. Music is universal. Beautiful paintings is universal. The nice tone and nice sounds are universal. The things that have to do with our senses are universal. If you feel something that's soft and like feels so nice, I mean, I can't imagine somebody feels something silky and nice and say, oh, this is so rough. I mean, it is nice. Doesn't matter where you come from. When you hear a nice music, it stimulates that those innate in you, even if you're not a musician, even if you cannot understand the wording. So the universal things is that art factor and our emotion. So I always loved to bring things closer. And in my dance class, I have people from all backgrounds. When I have dance shows, people come and watch and they all enjoy those time that you are immerse yourself into just seeing beauty and not thinking about what's going on in the world and stuff. Not, don't get me wrong, um, Genesis, with being like care, carefree or careless, or you don't care about things, but just bring your attention within and all that you hear the beauties. Then there's no hatred. There's no judgment. There's no right and wrong. Everything is just beautiful. I love that. That's the state that I like to be in and encourage people around me to go in. I love that because as you were talking about it, I hear the vibrant in your voice. I hear the passion. I also hear the intentionality. And I really hear you going deeper with who you are and who you are and making sure that shows up externally. Because so many times there is a internal versus external disconnect because people have facades on and they allow those challenges to kind of break them or keep them in a position where they remain stagnant. But you took your challenges and you grew from it and you blossomed into the woman that you are today. Because even though you came over to a new country, um, I could resonate with that. I'm first generation American and my, my dad was South American and my mom is Caribbean. And just to hear how some, my parents came over to the U.S. or some of my um cousins and etc but they never allowed the way that they looked or how they were brought up or you know not having enough resources to limit them from the potential that they were going to reach and in your case you do it via art and art is something that is that universal language that no matter where you come from we all have some form of artistic abilities that we could really focus and capitalize on and I like the fact that you could just submerge yourself in it and just free yourself and just liberate yourself and create something so beautiful that you are giving back 
to the world, but then you're also connecting with who you are inwardly and how it shows up externally. And I think when you embrace that creativity, then you're functioning on a higher level of energy and vibration because you're like, oh, wow, I could connect the dots. And by connecting the dots, I see how it makes other people light up. I see how it encourages other people to come up and ask more questions or want to know like what makes Neosha smile, what makes Neosha light up and all of those incredible things. So I just want to thank you for just sharing that. And the reason why I always ask um, my guests, what are some of the challenges they face Neosha is because sometimes people only see the success that you have, but they fail to go beyond the surface level and ask, okay, what were some of your pain points? What were some of the struggles? What were some of those challenges? Because it's those challenges and the trials and tribulations that help you become who you are today. Definitely, definitely. Those challenging moments are the one that at the moment you can easily start just forgetting about all the blessing you have and start complaining. Why me? Why me? Why this happening? Uh, Why can't that be my life? And I, I think that's the moment you lose the opportunity to learn the lesson because everybody has challenges. And right now, these day and age, because of the social media and what we see, which is usually the controlled environment at best of us. So you see those and you think, oh, good for them. They're always happy. She always looks good or he has so much money, this and that. It's like just, I mean, when people ask questions, I'm pretty active in my Instagram and in my social life too, but I always try to keep it more real. And with all these reality TV shows, all those reality shows, it's like 70% scripted still. It's like not as real as we think it is. So when there are adversities happening, when there are challenges, there's always a lesson. I mean, you have to go through them anyway. Why I mean, you can choose to suffer and totally give in or just go with the flow, go through it instead of under and be just totally gone. Just go through it. And then at the end of it, you come up with, yes, I went through this. What else? Bring it on. Bring it on. What's the next challenge? Let's mix. Let's keep life worth living. As Socrates says, um, an un unexamined life is not worth living so my life worth living yes I tell people let's shake it up you got to shake it up um just like you shake up that that drink before you drink it depending if it's a smoothie to make sure that you don't have all the um nutrients at the bottle sometimes you have to shake up your life in order to grow through it you have to go through it and that's why we have the word breakthrough yes it breaks you but you're going to make it through it's okay and I want you to share about Nika briefly before we jump into the call to action Nika, yes, yes. Nika is this, it's my new baby, is a nonprofit organization that was born 
to be able to provide a platform for something that I thrived for 20 years. When I started, as I said, when I start, when I came to US and I wanted to start my dance classes, have the dance shows as a young, like 20 year old uh, girl who was working at the restaurant and making like five bucks an hour. And it was so hard to put on a show. So I asked different organization to help, but it was so hard to get help from others. Back then, I always keep telling me, if one day, if one day I can, I will have one of these organizations that actually contribute to the artists and help art and bring art and people closer. So three years ago, since I had this big plan to do a big show regarding No Ruse, which is Persian New Year, and it's not just dance, it's dance, music, acting, and uh, education for Persian New Year, which celebrates through like 17 countries celebrates that it's beginning of spring. And it has so many good um, well wishes, so much good meaning embedded in Nowruz. And it's a pity that not everybody knows about it. So um, with social media, with the platform I had, I wanted to take this on stage. And a lot of people told me if it's a nonprofit organization, you can get more help from grants and people donate and get different benefits. So that's how NICA was born, Nusha International Conservatory of Art. And we just had in March, because we hit the pandemic, we were ready to go on stage March of 2020. Three weeks before we go on stage, COVID happened. So we had to stop everything. It took me about a week to kind of like, oh my God, what just happened? Three years of work, we have to stop everything and unknown. But again, this challenge made our show even better and bigger. And uh, we just uh, did it in 2022. 2,000 people came for this tonight's show, and it was beautiful. So the, it was the first of many, um, supported by Nika. And uh, what we are hoping to do, this show will go on um, stages every March, uh, hopefully for no rules, but then other events will will uh, host and support other events from different culture through entertainment, through art and supporting artists, show art in a new way so youngsters can come and enjoy, different people from all background can come and enjoy. So that's how... Nika was born. It's a grassroots organization based on membership, based on just donation and events that we post. So hopefully whoever watches these um, shows that we have or watch your podcast um, can check it out, nika.org, and um, help us out in just let's help all these amazing organizations out there to do because we everybody has a very good mission and great vision that they're going towards it. If you don't have your own and looking for one to just hop on, definitely check out Nika.org. Congratulations on um, launching and founding Nika. I think that's beautiful what you are doing. And Neosha, I want you to share your website and how the listeners can connect with you on social media. Absolutely. For social media, my dance academy, I, uh, Neosha, my first name, N-I-O-S-H-A, Dance Academy. So Neosha Dance Academy, right now we're 
shy of 400k followers so it's a good following i do pot i do just lives i do reels we talk we cook it's every day it's a very normal everyday life i don't schedule it i don't plan i don't go do my hair and dress and make sure the lighting is okay and i have my lipstick on so i come on every time that i miss the the interaction and um we go places we dance all that so through pandemic i changed all my classes from in person the studio to zoom so right now we have um, dance classes zumba ballet yoga meditation all of that online and people from all over i mean everything that i dreamed of i'm living it right now i'm gonna knock on wood so that's me knocking on so uh to just uh, um being closer and people from all over and with using this amazing technology and internet the world is smaller we are way way more similar and same that we think and we have so much unique quality that gets uh, makes us i mean makes life interesting and makes make us go know each other just like right now talking to you talking about different stuff that's that's a blessing so yep check out nusha dance academy on instagram please follow nika n-i-c-a nika.org and youtube channel nusha dance academy so dance with us Amazing. All of your contact information will be in the show notes, Neosha. And I want to thank you for everything that you are doing just to bring that creativity, that vibrant, that fun, that saucy, sexy um, swag to your <laughs> platform and other people. And audience, I want to encourage you to like, comment and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms to see all things video components. You can head on over to our YouTube channel and type in at gems with Genesis Lamar's Kemp. And I want to thank each one of you for supporting the mission on a daily and consistent basis. Because of you, we are now ranked in the top two and a half percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts for www.listennotes.com. And without further ado, we are currently looking for brand sponsors. If that's you, head on over to genesisamariskemp.net to find out more on becoming a sponsor. Just click on that podcast tab and all the information is there. And if you want to hear another topic, have a subject matter expert come on and talk about something that you're just inquisitive about, send me an email because I'm always looking to bring more topics that are educational, inspirational, and motivational while interweaving diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging because it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, 
A M A R I S Kemp K E M P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on Gems Podcast. <laughs>